This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. You are chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting with us today. We've got a lot to talk about today. What's up, Ish? I see you, Ish. I see you. I see you, Sad. Clifford Abwaji as well. Ala, Mustafa Condado. Bobby, I've been seeing you guys, man. I miss you guys. And you know what? It wouldn't be the same without you guys. So what are we going to talk about today? Health and fitness segment. You know, recently, I think out of everything I've been talking about, that's been getting the most traction. What do you guys think? Let me know. 4215 at the Salat or do or slide up into my DMs at Omar Duri on Instagram and let me know what you've been feeling on the halftime show. Because on the health and fitness segment, are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? That's going to be on the show today. There's a lot of things that are coming through this. So I'd be very interested to see what you guys are talking about. Speaking about Clifford Dabuaji, one of the best African players I've ever worked with. And trust me, I've worked with quite a few. We're talking about the African Nations Cup. And as uh, Tunisia shock the world. Yeah, Tunisian fans, big, big up Tunisia. Um, Pepe versus Mohamed Salah, the real colours show under pressure. And the African Nations Cup has not uh, disappointed. UFC 270, the baddest man on the planet. That's another thing we're talking about on the show today. Plus, we're taking all your questions for the show throughout the hour. So make sure you stay tuned on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show, though, Mal Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. The vibes are real in the studio, and we are here in the heart of Sharjah on Pulse 95 Radio. Man, happy birthday, Subhi, as well. Abdullah's here. Huda, Alat, saying that the music is reminding him of the ice skating days. Hey, Alat, don't be giving away our secrets now. <laughs> so many good, uh, good people out here tuning in on the Instagram live. What's coming up on the show today? Right, we were talking about. Um, are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? We're going to be discussing that later on the show. So keep your questions and comments coming in throughout so we can cover that. But as you may know, as my voice is cracking at the moment, as you may know, the African Nations Cup 2022 is kicking off at the moment. And a lot of people are tuning in, especially to the final round of 16 uh, teams that are playing in there. But the biggest shock of the tournament so far, and there's been a few shocks already, including my team Ghana, who got knocked out, 
<clears throat> there's been a couple of shocks, but I think the biggest shock was yesterday when Tunisia knocked out Nigeria. What? That is crazy. Big up Tunisia for that. That is a huge upset and it must give them the confidence to continue going on. As we look at the tournament and we look at, you know, the teams at the moment, Cameroon with two wins out of two straight away. Easy money uh, for Cameroon. Burkina Faso in second place in Group A. In Group B, Senegal are in top um, and Guinea are uh, right behind them actually in second. Uh, that, that group's quite tight actually because... Senegal are on five points, Guinea are on four, and Malawi are on four as well, and Zimbabwe are on three. In Group C, Morocco uh, are doing quite well. They've won um, two games already out of three matches played, and uh, top of the group with Gabon. And obviously Nigeria and Egypt through Ivory Coast and Guinea through Mali and Gambia. But what's going on in the next round is what people are asking at the moment. Well, the round of 16 kicked off already, and Burkina Faso beat Gabon. 7-6 on penalties after a 1-1 draw. Gabon got a man sent off. Tunisia played Nigeria. And that was the biggest shock of the tournament so far. Tunisia knocking out Nigeria after Nigeria got a red card. They're asking people like Kanu what's going on. Um, you know, it, it's it's massive. It is massive. And it's got people talking. Shadi is asking, uh, is saying actually, Tunisia is a great... Uh, no, it's not a small team. Omar. Hey, listen, Shadi, I'm with you 100%. I, I rate Tunisia. But I think normally when you're in the African Nations Cup, and I'm speaking from experience on this, when you're involved in there, the teams that you fear normally are always, always teams like Nigeria. Nigeria, um, they have this presence about them and the expectation level, not just to be in the final, but to win it. So for Tunisia to knock out uh, Nigeria, it's a huge statement. Tariq's also saying Tunisia is a great team. Musab is in the building. Uh, they are constant winners of African Champions League with their teams and Senegal is a team to watch out for to be honest yes I agree with you guys and that's the thing the the club teams and all the things that are happening in, in the club championships in the North African teams and etc are coming into um, you know into the new uh, the, the new wave of teams in Africa and that's why I think looking at this now and, and um, Shad, you were saying to me, you were saying, who do you think is going to be in the final? Shad, you thinks Tunisia will be in the finals with Cameroon. And that's a big shout. That's definitely a big shout. Tunisia played Burkina Faso next, but Burkina Faso are not easy either, you know. I think a lot of people have overlooked teams like Burkina Faso, like Gabon, uh, Guinea, you know, all these teams, and, and focused on your Senegals, your Moroccos, and your Tunisias. But now Burkina Faso will meet Tunisia uh, on Saturday, on the 29th of January. Uh, but I think Ivory Coast and Egypt will be probably having a lot of eyes on that especially the fact that the players that they possess and the players that they possess in Europe are top top players you've got your obvious obvious players like Mohamed Salah but you also have players who want to prove themselves such as Pepe and Zaha and those players that feel they want to make a point uh, in, in the region let alone in the world so I think on Wednesday uh, there will be eyes on Ivory Coast versus Egypt. Senegal versus Cape Verde as well. That's going to be good. Morocco versus Malawi. Can we see another shock on there with Morocco obviously being favourites? Mali, you know, um, five, six years ago, I saw the Mali under-20 team up close and personal. 
and they had some incredible players by the way so i definitely would not sleep on that mali are a very very good team but who do you think now this is i'm going to flip this question on you guys now who do you think is going to win the african nations cup give me a winner you know what actually give me the finalist and the winner and the score as well let's go deep into this now so with the way it's shaped up so far and obviously you're going to notice that the Cameroon as as Shadi mentioned already Cameroon have got the top scorer so far in the league there you know Vincent Aboubakar is there with five goals um, they've also got the most assists with Collins Fai as well so it's, it's looking good for Cameroon but have they peaked too early so we're only going to find out Shadi saying Egypt will not win they they were put in the place with Sudan oh okay they got exposed you just shut down Mo Salah and they are done. Okay, so do you think that Egypt is just a one-man team? Now we're talking, Shadi. Shadi's stirring up the pot. I like it. Who's going to win the African Nations Cup? 4215 Salat or do or start up into my DMs at Omar Dur on Instagram. And we're going to take a quick break. But here's a question for you before we take the break. Are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? Let that marinate for a second. I'll be right back after this. Here's a track for you guys by Pretend CNCO. Enjoy. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. God, if you're wondering why I'm laughing, <laughs> I'm Nia Salah. It's hilarious. Every time we're on break, she comes through and just says hello to her fans. I mean, uh, my page uh, on Instagram and uh, <laughs> the love that we're getting from the Instagram is, is unbelievable. And I always end up like uh, tricking her that we're going on live and you just see her face is amazing. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. We were asking you questions today about the African Nations Cup and who's going to win it. The biggest shock yesterday was Tunisia versus Nigeria. Not because Tunisia are a small team, Shadi, just for the fact that Nigeria are a powerhouse that are normally expected to be in the final, let alone get knocked out in the round of 16. The question of the day for health and fitness segment, which I know you guys love, is are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? What do I mean by that? Well, we all know that we like a bit of a scroll on the gram normally. People normally jump on and see what's the latest thing. And sometimes it does motivate you. Sometimes it does kind of inspire you to do stuff. But are we guilty of allowing that to dictate what we do in our personal space? So, for example, let me just throw an example out there. Let's say you're scrolling through the gram and all of a sudden you see... Uh, someone using a machine or something. How many times do you then go to the gym and think, I want to use this machine because I saw this really cool exercise? Even though you don't know what the exercise is about, but oh, this works legs, you know? Yeah, legs. <laughs> so people go on and they try the exercise. So I, I was kind of thinking, this segment is, uh, is something that a lot of people, because let's face this, facts. Social media isn't always real. So if you've taken the time out to post something or put something up there, good for you. That's great. And that might actually inspire people. That's fantastic. But for those people that do it for a living, again, not taking anything away from them, that then becomes their reality and their norm, which probably isn't ours because one size doesn't fit all. So I kind of see what people are doing. And I was having this conversation yesterday with my wife and she was, she was talking about a few things. And 
you kind of believe that lifestyle you kind of believe that vibe of what people are doing but are we guilty of allowing it to pave the way for our health and fitness trends and this is where i genuinely thought right we gotta we gotta discuss this i want to i want to know what you guys think how many times do you scroll through the gram or social media and it actually paints a picture or gives you an idea of what you need to do in training in nutrition uh, someone puts something out and says this is the latest super pill or you know do you remember when there was a craze about kale uh, <laughs> everyone has to have kale you know things like that so are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness and if so what is it that attracts your attention what is it that the, the one thing that you think you know what I need to do more of that sometimes <clears throat> People post some really good stuff. I have to say, I'll save some of those things. I'll mention them on the show. I'll discuss them with you guys. I'll see how you guys feel about it. And I'll talk about it on the show. And I'll see, you know, if people are relating to the content that's put out there. Because let's face it, there are some fantastic, fantastic pages out there. So I look at that and I ask that question for you guys. Are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness because let's face it sometimes social media isn't always real shout out to dana terry uh dubai corporate corporate games as well hey listen love to get involved with you guys one day uh social media uh shadi saying social media is the trend right now if you're not on the gram or tiktok i don't know how you can survive that's a big statement as well shadi i i see a lot of people um, doing that and it, it just makes me feel old <laughs> it makes me feel old when I'm thinking what what is what is that what are what are we doing my neighbor my neighbor said to me shout out to Masvi my neighbor said to me Omar you need to get back on TikTok and I'm thinking why what am I missing she's like you need to tell them about reset you need to tell them what they're missing I genuinely honest honestly I don't think I have that skill set to do what these guys are doing I have a friend actually called Ish who's amazing at documenting and telling stories but i actually am a fan of her story so i think that when i see that i go that's pretty cool she tells a story through it then i have some other people that i follow or used to follow and i'm just thinking that's that's a bit too much for me so credit to them kudos to them well done at what you're doing but it, it, what is it adding is it adding value to my lifestyle no, i don't know i don't know that, so all these things sometimes they disengage from these factors and I, sp- I was speaking to a friend the other day and and, and she was saying oh um, I, I just want to do things for me and sometimes I have to slow down I thought that's fantastic because if you're on the gram and if you're looking at things all the time it kind of messes with your brain you kind of think I have to do more of that or I have to less or there's pressure to do more of that so I like I like where we're going with this, but I want to hear from you guys. Are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? And how many times do you get a notification telling you about your screen time? 4215, it's a salat or do, or set up into my DMs at Omar Alduri on, uh, on Instagram. And I'll be right back after this. Here's a track. I love you, baby. Illy by Surf Mesa. Enjoy it. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Aduri on Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> 
It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. We have too much fun behind the scenes. Omnia. <laughs> Does anyone here know who Notorious B.I.G. is, man? These young folks. I don't know. Okay, right. <laughs> we were talking. The question of the day, which actually kickstarted a lot during the break, was are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? And we've had some fantastic comments. I'm going to have to scroll through quite a few of, of these because it started off quite early. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, AJ, the pros and cons of social media and using it as a trendsetter for health and fitness motivation because we all need that that's fair and cons the quality of information sometimes isn't that great because you might get told something that causes you injuries Hamad said one of the comments of the show already he said like cheat day you should have a day without social media that was brilliant and then Omnia Saleh who was here during the break if you're on my Instagram live you would have seen said that would be quite challenging but that also includes WhatsApp. And then I thought, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. She's like, yeah, they're all owned by the same person. But my idea, or at least my interpretation of social media when it comes to health and fitness, is your Facebooks, your Instagrams, your Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, that stuff, okay? <clears throat> then she said WhatsApp, and I thought, well, I actually use that for work. And then it started spiraling. So then Alat said, social media can motivate you when you see people achieving their goals. That's maybe a good thing. And AJ came back and said, plus social media gives false expectations about the results you should be getting from a workout plan. Then it started to go even more crazy because Shadi said, sometimes we just need a few Facebook likes to keep you going back in the gym. And then it carried on. It's a positive support and reinforcement from friends and family to keep going back. And then Alat said, I was born in the 80s, so they said I'm not allowed a TikTok account only for post-90s and millennium people. And then it started getting, you know, a bit more heated. Um, it's a great point. WhatsApp isn't social media like IG and Twitter. This is really interesting. Thanks, AJ. And then Terry said, I like to keep it varied. That's those that don't <clears throat> and keep it real. James Smith and Dana Mercer. And for those that practice what they preach, I tend to unfollow more people than I follow at that point. WhatsApp isn't social media. Hamad starts laughing. Um, if you don't have WhatsApp, someone said, then why don't they just call you? <laughs> It's like, okay, fine. Um, Marwa Malik is in the room as well, which is fantastic, adding her two cents to everything. Um, and then we start talking about Biggie Smalls. <laughs> Hi, MJ. Nice to see you too. So I don't know. Look, I'll be very honest with you. And, and, and Shadi and everyone else made some fantastic points on here. They were talking about, um, you know, trying to take almost extract the good and then remove the bad and and trying to identify between uh, conflicting uh, opinions research and ideas is sometimes quite confusing and contradicting of what we're trying to do <clears throat> so i can see that on the other side <sighs> trying to say this without sounding funny on air there's a lot of crap out there man <laughs> there really is like there is a lot of stuff that i just feel like oh my god but what are we what are people looking at and having been in the industry or still in the industry see i'm even talking past tense like i'm a dinosaur having been in the industry for so long you kind of see what people do because maybe maybe we were making the same mistakes 
in that same, you know, under the narrative that we were still fresh in the game or still learning or still adapting to, you know, how things are where you have to survive versus what you have to preach and what you have to teach. And so the contrasting opinions on social media normally can be very, very dangerous because a lot of people do come up to us as coaches and say, what do you think about this? And and I have to say, I have to, I have to put my hands up to this and say that, you know, I haven't always had the answer, so I've had to kind of... Sometimes what it might make me do, if I'm a bit confused, is it might make me quietly remove myself from that situation and go research before I can add any comments or value to that conversation. I'm not that type of person that can kind of just waffle through it, so I'll, I'll, I'll take myself out of that situation and then, and then discuss. But I, I am looking at that, and especially after everyone's comments now, is it, is it really that hard to remove yourself from social media for a day. Like, can you guys genuinely do that? Don't just say, yeah, yeah, of course. No, I, and now that Omni has added that WhatsApp is part of social media, can you do that? Like, I know um, one of the best authors, one of my good friends, Brian Keane, he's got his third book out at the moment. By the way, we've had him, we had him on the show on the 300th episode, and he was amazing. Um, he has, I think, a day or two which he removes himself from social media. And before we had, we exchanged numbers, I, that's my only contact of him. So when he never used to get back to me, I think, well, why is he not getting back to me? It's because he would genuinely stay away from social media for a day or two, I think the weekend. Um, and, and that would be his time to kind of reset everything, which again, I love. But how hard is that? How hard is that to do? Because a lot of the times people sometimes communicate through Instagram or WhatsApp or Twitter. So for that day, as Terry was saying, she's like, my mom would be at my door. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it would it would cause alarm bells. It would really, really cause alarm bells. Hashim is saying, no, in this life, social media is part of our life. That's, that's what I'm saying. We have reached a point where... Obviously, we take our phones everywhere we go, etc. If you don't have your phone, you kind of feel like a bit, I don't know, like a bit nude without it, to be honest. All these factors, now imagine doing it for a whole day. If anyone, okay, anyone that can do that, let us know and tell us how you feel after the 24 hours. Don't message us while (laughs) while you're doing the social media detox and then go, I'm doing the detox because you're clearly not. You're chatting to us. Um, I, if I ever did do it, I wouldn't do it on the day that I have the show because obviously I use my Instagram to go live while I'm on the show. Though, everyone that comes on the Instagram live from 3 to 4, every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday, uh, they're, they're my co-hosts. So I cannot step away from them. So let me know. I'm, I'm going to think about that. Now you guys have got really got me thinking uh, about that social media detox um, Hamad, you caused a stir here, man, but that's great. Love it. Take a quick break, uh, see the way the chain smokers, and uh, we'll be right back. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On oh, oh, 90, 95. 95. 95. Nice strike!
It sure is that time. It's the halftime show, though, Malduri. I'm your host, Come Everything Sport International Local. What a show, man. What a show it's been. It's been great. I've loved getting your comments, especially during the commercials and the music and stuff. If you're just tuning in and you've missed the show, you're kicking yourself in the scenario, don't worry, you can catch all of our episodes on, uh, if you like a podcast, on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you prefer a visual, head over to our YouTube channel. We've got some fantastic guests on there covering some important topics like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. All right, so today we were asking the question, are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? And your comments have been coming in. And I like what, um, I like what uh, Bahi was saying as well. Uh, about that but he was saying I'm old enough to remember the pre-social media days for me skipping for a day or two is no big deal I imagine it's more difficult for the younger audience that's a good point I like that and then AK was saying pre-social media days I'm glad I grew up without social media and the dangerous thing is seeing children of today spending all their time on social media instead of being creative and learning new things see I think that the the thing with that AK is some of the some of the, the youth nowadays see social media as a chance to be creative and i'm not sticking up for them i just feel like it's just a different time altogether that you see them and and especially with the instant validation and, and instant success that a lot of these stories we hear about of all these social media influences coming out is is, is crazy um so i think that's their version of it we also spoke about the african nations cup as tunisia shocked the world and knock out nigeria uh, in the round of 16 now Tunisia looking pretty solid as they take out one of the giants of the tournament and I, this is what I was speaking to Shadi about earlier Shadi said that Tunisia are not a small team I agree with you 100% but having been to the African Nations Cup and having seen the presence of the Nigerians when they enter a tournament they're expected to minimum finish in the final and they did beat us in uh, in the African Nations Cup 2015 in Senegal when I was part of the coaching staff. They did beat us then, and they were the better team. But you also think about the players that were there, the Inachos, etc. It's a very, very good team. So I, I look at that, and I see, you know, that when we mentioned it earlier on the show, and we spoke about how, you know, the round of 16 and the knockout stages really becomes crunch time for a lot of people. People start to really think about, you know, who's going to, uh, proceed and also who's going to come back early for the clubs that, that's that's a huge thing by the way did anyone watch UFC 270 god watching Gan uh, uh, and um, and Francis Ngannou my god that was scary that seeing those two fight I mean the heavyweights with John Jones in the background tweeting away there you go social media again tweeting away and seeing all these things I think that's amazing it's, it's refreshing for the division as well to possibly see potential of John Jones coming back you also have uh, Brandon Moreno as well who, who lost his title albeit it was close but lost his title maybe a fourth fight is on the is on the cards I think now especially with January kicking in you're going to see a lot more social media um, uh, updates on who's going to be fighting there we go we're back on that as well and who's next and and all the fighters you see Kamara Usman yesterday there you see Kobe Covington is coming up you know there's a lot of amazing fights coming on the scene we've got a couple of comments here coming in as well um your show for me this one on Instagram thank you Amda yeah you know what I I, <laughs> I was saying to the guys earlier that I, if I did take a social detox it would be on a day that I'm not that I'm not <laughs> 
I'm not on Instagram and I'm not on uh, on radio. But yeah, we have reached full time on the halftime show. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. It was such a good show today. I enjoyed your feedback as well and your comments on the question of the day, which is, are we guilty of allowing social media to pave the way for trends in health and fitness? On my Instagram, it was kind of split earlier when I saw it. But let me know what you guys think. And I will see you every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4, same time on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.